What's going on, wolves? I'm back. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is Lotus Aloba. For all my new wolves out there that have found the Loba Land podcast, I had a pretty busy week last week. I had some back-to-back events online and in person. And I was like, you know what? I have to take a moment to step back from the podcast so that I can be really present and meeting my wolves up close and personal. And that was amazing. It was incredible. I had such a good time. Again, thank you to Women's Creative Chat. Thank you to Creative Women Build. Thank you to Queens Recognized Queens. Thank you to, oh my goodness, a Black Pearl Collective. I'm trying to think of everyone that's like allowed me just to be in their community and hold space for them. And um, of course, Vibe Sessions was lit. It was amazing. I had such a great time being around wolves. Um, and you guys know that I identify women of color as wolves. And um, it just was amazing. I was able to talk about my alignment sprays and really help women become more efficient and effective in their self-care. Just so many good things. And I'm just so happy that I like, there are no words to express how joyous I am. And to do all of this in my birthday month, like it's been such a big deal for me every year to give as much as I can, especially during my birthday month. It just makes me feel better when I'm giving so much. Uh, And then also in me giving away so many things, uh, I also released a lot. And that's going to be our topic today is just the topic of letting go and releasing what that really means and how we can do it um, and why it's important, all that stuff like that. But before we get into that, let's get into matcha because matcha is life. And we're going to talk about the fact that (laughs) everything kind of comes back down to self-awareness. So I wanted to have a full podcast episode on self-awareness, and I realized that there are so many aspects to it, uh, and that mostly everything I talk about, especially for Matcha Moments, are aspects of self-awareness. So that was a great insight. Um, But because I am continuously building on my self-awareness, I realized that I had become intolerant of the matcha mix that I was using from gold. And I was devastated. I was like, oh my God, no. (laughs) How did this happen? But things like this happen, right? So this can be for anything in life, but we're talking about it with matcha because that's how it showed up in my life. I was drinking my matcha and I was realizing like I wasn't getting the same effects that I normally do. Normally within like my first few sips of matcha, my vision is kind of like brighter, more focused. My mind is clearer. I'm able to just be like, keep it moving. But I found that like nothing was happening when I was sipping on my matcha. It was just kind of like a really good tasting drink (laughs) with no benefits. And I was like, what the hell is happening? It's driving me crazy. And I was just like, well, maybe like there were so many things coming to me. Right. So when I find that I am triggered um, and a trigger is just like an alert, look at it as an alert. A lot of us look at it as this negative thing. And then we want to like push away whatever has triggered us when really you're just cultivating self-awareness. And this is how the soul communicates through the body. So I was triggered and I was like, what in the hell? What am I going to do? How am I going to survive without matcha in my life? Oh my God, right? Having a full on panic attack. And I had to just, one, come to the conclusion that matcha, though it is life, it's not all of life and I will survive and there are alternatives and it'll be okay. And then um, on the 20th, which just passed, we're actually 
in real in real time of this recording this podcast in two days is the full moon and this is also why I want to talk about releasing because this is important to do around this time is just start to take inventory and, and evaluate what no longer serves you um, so that you can make room for what does. So I ended up going to Chacha Matcha. Shout out the lovely people at Chacha Matcha on Broadway. And I ordered a ginger turmeric matcha latte. You know, whatever. I was like, I need matcha. I don't have any at the house. Whatever. And within my first few sips, I got all that clarity back. It was such a beautiful experience. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm just... I just have built up a tolerance to this brand. So now I know I need to kind of go back and forth every, maybe every season or every few months. And that's the thing too, when you're learning about yourself and creating self-awareness, especially when it comes to releasing and letting go, it's a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of, let me try this out for a certain amount of time and be intentional in reviewing, you know, and reflecting what's going on so that I can um, make the proper changes So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a break from gold. I just finished my last bag and I'm going to order back organic burst matcha and see what happens because I do know that's a ceremonial grade and that's like the top notch type of grade you want to have of matcha, but you can also use culinary grade so that way you can mix it for like, if you want to do like a face mask or bake it in like goodies, you know what I mean? Or make lattes with it. There's different ways to do it, but I'm going to go back and forth and see like what's, what happens because... Matcha is an amazing tool for me to deal with my mental fog, with my fatigue, um, with my mood swings, um, and I want to make sure I can keep it in my life. So I'll keep you guys updated, but if you're going through that experience with matcha, uh, just switch up the brand. Go to something else. See what type of um, grade your matcha is. Do you really want it to be culinary or ceremonial? And if it's not either, then you definitely want to you switch your matcha out. Um, and then find another one that works and just kind of go back and forth. I'm sure in a few months I'll be able to go back to gold and it'll give me that same sensation. But until then, I'm back with you guys, Organic Burst. I love you. <laughs> so let's get into this week's topic of releasing and letting go. Because man, oh man, with this Venus in retrograde, if y'all don't know, now you know. Um, we've been really evaluating our relationships, whether it's been consciously or subconsciously. Maybe you just don't even realize that you've been like questioning all your friendships and relationships in life. Like, what am I going to do with you? But I know it's come up for me a lot in the most surprising ways where normally when I hear relationships, I automatically think of me and Gary and this, it didn't happen for me and Gary. I was like, oh, okay, we're straight. That's great. That's good to know. I'm always kind of like, okay, what do we have to like rebuild, reevaluate, review, like what's going on? It ended up being with one of my other friends and I was just really shocked by it because it just caught me, it blindsided me um, and had me evaluate all of my friendships and not evaluate in a way where it's like I'm voting people off or cutting people off because I have a very strong disagreeance with cutting off and I'm going to release a Tea Time Tuesday episode about it more and just letting go of friendships as opposed to cutting somebody off because I feel like when you're cutting someone off you're really being um you're really operating out of ego you aren't being sensitive or aware of what it is that they may be enduring or what you're enduring your first thing is just like instinct is to protect yourself by removing what's causing you pain and sometimes in certain cases not all cases but your friend could be triggering you because there's something that you need to work on 
and then you're projecting fear, but you have to cultivate enough self-awareness to realize that you're doing that. Otherwise, you end friendships prematurely and it could be really hard to rebuild that, especially if you end up hurting someone because you're hurt. Do you know what I mean? So I want to kind of give some more clarity on how to release and how to let go so that we can make space. So what does it mean to release? To release is literally think about the action of holding your hand in a fist, right? You have this tight pressure to like keep everything together. Releasing is opening up your hand and letting go of whatever was in there or whatever it was holding on to to make space for, for more better things that are going to serve your highest good. So you want to release. So if you're having an issue in a relationship um, or, and when I say relationship, that could be your relationship with food, with your health, um, with your spirituality, with your emotions, with Bay, with your mom, with your dad, with your friends, like relationships are literally all throughout your life. It is not just in the platonic or the romantic sense either, or familiar sense. I really want you guys to just be aware of that. Um, it's just about opening up to something new releasing and letting go and yeah there is a sense of grieving that happens when you release because there's something being removed from your life so there's time for you to just kind of sit back and think and breathe through it there's also this need to forgive that we'll talk about a little later that's important that's I think it's super foundational when it comes to to um I think it's foundational to Forgive when it comes to releasing and letting go and creating space for new things in your life. And we'll talk about why in a little bit. Um, But yeah, like releasing is just the act of opening up and letting go of something that is no longer serving you and also giving yourself space to look at it for what it is and to then decide if you need to let it go, if you need to maybe rebuild on it, maybe remix it. Um, A lot of those are E-words. Or if it is just you projecting onto it and actually something you need to just reflect on within yourself. So why we need to release as creatives, I mean, at its most basic form, it is to make room for what serves us. That is at its basic form. So maybe you've been working on an art project and it is time to let that piece go. You know, maybe it's time to sell it. Maybe it's time to just kind of move on to the next idea. Maybe it is the idea of like you've been working on a master class. I know for me, I was working on a book this entire year um, about my mental health journey and I realized I had to release it and just kind of like let it go for a moment. And it doesn't always mean that if you let it go, it'll never come back to you. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Um, And also being okay with the outcome that it may or may not come back to you. If you're releasing a relationship, uh, having the, again, the self-awareness to know that you're releasing it to make space for what really will serve your highest good means that that relationship may be able to come back into your life because it really ultimately does serve your highest good and you guys just maybe need space or it means that it's really time to just like let it go and let it go on and do its own thing and let this person or thing create a whole new experience for itself and being okay with both outcomes a lot of times we'll sit there and try to let go of something for the act like, oh, you know, like if I give it space and maybe it'll come back to me, like you can't think that way. You have to really be detached from the outcome and just be open to the idea that you have now space to put things that really matter, that are going to really love on you, that are going to really nourish you back into your life and being completely content with that. 
So that's super important as creatives because I feel like we as creatives, speaking from personal experience, can have a very hard time with letting things go. And when we have a hard time letting things go, we can build resentment, we can build rage, we can build separation anxiety. A lot of negative components come if we just are holding on to something, something suffocating it. And then that's where we create struggle in our life because you guys know how I feel about the word struggle that I do not believe the struggle is real at all I ultimately believe that we do need to have suffrage in our life there is um, a purpose to our pain that allows us to grow hence growing pains but I don't think I think that suffering I think that struggle excuse me I think that struggle is when we hold on to the suffrage for whatever reason it may be and then it creates more tension and chaos in our lives which then becomes struggle I feel like struggle we create suffrage is given to us so that we can grow so how can we use the CPR method to practice creating um, a better understanding of releasing is simple so you guys know the CPR method is a three-step shift process each shift allows you just to jump into alignment so ultimately when you're done you're in a higher vibration and you're able to just move throughout your day with more ease and efficiency so the intertwine but ultimately is create to connect praise on purpose and recover to resonate but um these words are so interchangeable. Sometimes create is not just to create in the sense of coloring or painting. It could be to create space. Sometimes praise isn't praise, it's prayer. Sometimes it's practice, you know. Other times recover is resonating, it's releasing, it's all these different things. So for the sake of understanding how to release and to let go with ease and efficiency, we're going to start off with C. So Create self-awareness. And again, there are so many aspects of self-awareness. But for the sake of releasing, I want you guys to start asking yourself questions. Start asking, like, why am I feeling like this? You know, what are these feelings bringing up for me? Where do these feelings come from? What have I contributed to the issue? It's so important that you ask yourself. I think a lot of times we'll get upset and want to cut something off or let something go without really understanding how we got to that point. And I think it's important in us building up that muscle of self-awareness, asking those questions, taking time to slow down instead of trying to rush through it because it's uncomfortable. Slow down, sit in that feeling of uncertainty and being uncomfortable and ask the questions. That is where the work comes in, right? The work isn't just move, 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 move. Sometimes it's like slow, slow down <laughs> and let's remember, let's reflect on what the hell is happening so that we can move forward and not be moving forward back into the same situation because we didn't handle it right now. So asking those questions will cultivate self-awareness. It'll really allow you to sit there and be like, oh, I'm thinking that it's this person, but really it's me. Really, I've been triggered and a trauma has come up. And because I've now slowed down, I'm not going to associate this trauma with this person who's triggered me. I'm going to realize that they just were there to teach me a lesson or to give me an experience that allowed me to learn more about myself. Right. Because when we start to shift our perspective like that, your whole dynamic and how you relate to people and how you converse with them just changes to for the better. 
where you're no longer looking at people like, why are you out to hurt me? Why are you out to get me? Or why would you do this to me? It's more like, okay, why did I attract this experience into my life? Whether it's unpleasant or not, why did I attract it here? What is it trying to teach me? What experience is it that I'm going to receive from it? And understand that that takes time and practice. And I'm going to be saying that throughout this entire podcast episode, because it may come to you naturally where you're able to ask these questions and receive immediate answers. Sometimes it doesn't because we're not used to asking ourselves intentional questions. You may need to meditate on it. You may need to pray about it. You may need to sit in some silence. You may need to move your body. You know, again, trial and error, figuring out what is what is necessary for you to do so that way you can create self-awareness, build up that muscle. So that's really important, though, just in releasing. Understanding why you need to release is cultivating self-awareness. So ask yourself those questions before you let go of something so that way you understand why you're letting it go. The next thing you want to do is praise through the pain. And oh, man, oh, man, is this a very... Ah, Working on my vocabulary. I don't want to say it's hard because it's not hard. It's just a new sensation. Let's do that. Let's go a new sensation. Okay. (laughs) It's a new sensation to praise through pain, right? To be able to still look for silver linings no matter what. And I'm here to say it's possible. It definitely is because I've definitely had that experience very recently. Um, But you need to just look for those silver linings. This allows you to still feel your emotions because again it's not about running from your emotions i think a lot of times when people start to cut things off it's because they don't want to deal with their emotions not healthy wolves (laughs) you need to deal with your emotions again emotions are just energy and motion they are like alerts that your body is giving you to hopefully inspire you to check in with yourself emotions help to to, um, cultivate self-awareness all of the time so it's really about understanding, like, okay, I'm feeling angry, and it's okay, right? Give yourself allowance and permission to feel angry. You're allowed to feel that emotion. There's no taboo around any emotion. Feel that emotion, but then I want you to feel through the emotion. Where is that anger coming from? What just happened that triggered that emotion? Where do we come from through that? And then once you get to that space of just saying, you know what, I'm really grateful that I can even experience anger and yes that sounds super like what low what are we saying now but I'm again speaking from my own personal experience I remember a time when I was taking certain uh medications for my bipolar 2 disorder and I wasn't I wasn't able to feel any of my emotions like fully through them like I would be able to like get the sensation of like happiness and then it would hit this wall like this invisible wall and then it's kind of like fade back down but it was in efforts to control my mood swings because they were so erratic. So now when I'm able to really feel joy or even feel anger through or pain or sadness, I really am grateful to feel the feeling because it's kind of like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm working, right? When you're able to feel through the pain, it just reminds you that you have empathy, you have compassion, you're sensitive, you're still feeling. That means you're still alive in this life. And that is a good thing. And it's it's like getting to that simple baseline when I'm talking about gratitude, I'm talking about praise. It's like finding those silver linings in that darkness of like, wow, my friend has really hurt me. Yet, I'm so grateful to be able to have this experience. Or I'm so grateful to just be aware enough to know that I'm triggered. 
Like just breaking it down as simple as you can. And again, understanding that you need to have grace and compassion for yourself because it's not going to be a one, two, three thing for you. It may take you some time to get to the space where you can be feeling your anger, moving through it and still finding things to be grateful for. That's just that's also cultivating that self-awareness that we were talking about, because when you're able to do that, you check your ego and that allows you to not act out irrationally because the emotion is overwhelming. Right. When we are coming from a space of like gratitude, especially when we're coming from a space of praise, which is gratitude infused with joy in the midst of another negative emotion, which can sound complex, but. For some of my creative wolves out there, you may have had that experience and just didn't know how to identify it. It is possible to be angry and still be grateful. I feel like gratitude is a consistent current in our lives. And it's up to us to allow it to still flow or to, you know, block it and keep it stagnant. It's all on you, boo. It depends on where you're at in your journey of cultivating it. But I can tell you that once you get to a space where you're feeling upset, but you can still find things to be grateful for, you're just so much more equipped to handle the things that are happening in life. Because it's not that life gets easier. It's just that you get better at handling your life, at understanding your life, at witnessing when there are lessons to be learned, at witnessing when it's just an experience that you need to have so that you can grow to be a better person. All of that comes in life. It doesn't get it doesn't get easier. It just feels easier because you've just gotten better at it. And the last thing you want to do is recover with forgiveness. Mm, mm, mm. Forgiveness, y'all. Forgiveness is foundational, bro. <laughs> it is so foundational. I cannot express to you how hard it was. And I'm going to use the word hard because it truly was hard for me because I made it hard. I created struggle to really love on myself without forgiveness. Like I was doing everything else but forgiveness. And again, it's such a foundational piece in creating self-awareness. I really don't know what I was doing. I was just making my life unnecessarily difficult. Um, Forgiveness is for you, first and foremost. It has nothing to do with the other person. Even if you're saying, I forgive you for this, this, and this. It's really so that you can create space in your heart you know, in your soul, spirits, whatever you identify with, to bring in what really matters to you. Like when we don't forgive someone, we hold on to resentment and rage and all these negative emotions. We're storing it within us. And these things, these negative emotions that are being held on to, because they should be released and let go of. Remember, emotions should just run through the body. Your body's a vessel, it's not a storage unit, <laughs> which I think sometimes we think it is. It's supposed to just flow through. But when we don't do that by utilizing the tool that is forgiveness, we then store resentment, rage, anger, disappointment, disbelief, all these negative things inside of our bodies. And then that can create illness, whether it be emotional illness, mental illness, physical illness. It just starts to create a warped perception of us because we are now holding on to things that want to be released. Our body doesn't want to hold that in there, but because we don't know better or because we don't utilize the tools that we have, like forgiveness, we just end up creating struggle in our life, creating hardship, creating unnecessary pain, hardening ourselves, becoming jaded, all because we just haven't practiced the the idea of releasing through forgiveness. So 
you want to make room for newer experiences and you want to be able to let go lovingly and forgiveness allows you to do that. I do my best to practice forgiveness every day and it comes in many different shapes and forms. You want to find what really resonates for you. One technique might not be um, good for you, but the next one could be. So I'm going to give you a few that I use. Um, I actually listened to this amazing artist. His name is Londrell, and it's L-O-N-D-R-E-L-L-E. Most of my wolves know about him because you guys can see clips of his poetry um, in some of my videos on my Instagram page. So make sure y'all scroll through that because there's some gems there, wolves. There's some gems. Uh, I use him. He has a, He literally has a forgiveness meditation on his feminine energy album and I'll use that and I'll hold on to like my black tourmaline crystal or my clear quartz crystal and just like allow whatever feelings are coming up for me to just like remove and go through and repeat his mantras and repeat his sayings um to help me deal with it because a lot of times the things that I'm forgiving are from people that I really love a lot and I don't know why they hurt me quote unquote but really why I allow them to hurt me which then when you understand why you're loud and hurt, you're like, All right, I understand why it happened. But if you haven't got to that level, don't don't worry about it. But, um, you know, just doing that helps me a lot. Because sometimes I'm just so upset and I know I want to forgive, but I don't even know what words to say. Because <laughs> I'm just out there like, I don't even understand why I'm here in this space right now. So having someone else just kind of guide me through my emotions is very helpful. So maybe you guys want to check that out. I also will write down a forgiveness letter. I'll write out like, hey... Um, I forgive you such and such for blah, 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 blah. And by the time I just keep writing until I'm, I'm, I'm done. And then usually what ends up happening is that by the time I've written out this whole entire like forgiveness letter, I get to the point where I'm reading through it and I'm realizing that it really just stems from my projection of them or my perception of them. Either it's something that I've literally put onto them and it kind of had them wear because I didn't want to deal with it or... I've looked at them through a different lens because I didn't want to acknowledge things that I should have acknowledged about them. And a forgiveness letter allows you to do that. And then you can always, of course, an amazing way to release is with safety, especially during a full moon, which is on the 24th in real time, is taking that forgiveness letter, folding up and burning it. You know, ripping it up, throwing it out. If you are doing that, though, you want to make sure that you flush the ashes down the drain because you don't want to keep holding that residual energy in your house. If you rip it up, make sure you throw it in a garbage bag and throw it out immediately. Again, it's about releasing, right? You don't want to rip it up and do that all that work to keep it sitting in your house. Like, get it out the house. You know what I mean? Um, It could be like just finding a way. There's different elements you can use. Some people, some earth. So I'll break it down, right? we we'll get a little spiritual right now. If you are using fire to release, you can do that. A lot of water signs do it because it's our opposite sign is fire. Or fire signs do it because y'all just like flames. Y'all just like the heat and the warmth, and that's totally fine. Get a candle, light it with intention, and then, you know, use that candle to light that paper on fire and watch it burn. As you're watching it burn, you can say, you know, I forgive you. I forgive myself. Oh my God, self-compassion. We'll get into that. Self-forgiveness. We'll get into that in a second. Just like saying, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive me. I'm so grateful that I can forgive. Saying all that until it's finished burning and then throwing it out, releasing it. If you are a water sign, you may want to um, rip it up and release it into the water. Luckily, make sure that it's biodegradable because, you know, Earth, right? Mother Earth, we love her. 
you might want to do that. Or you might want to flush it down the toilet and be like, you know, I'm releasing you. I'm letting go with intention and in my element. I'm letting you go. I'm letting this problem, this issue go down the drain and I'm forgiving it and forgiving myself for whatever emotions or whatever experiences or responses that happen due to that. If you are an earth sign, you may want to bury it. You want to go outside and find a place to bury it lovingly and just say thank you and and ask Mother Earth to, you know, neutralize that energy for you. And if you are a air sign, I believe you can still burn it um, and then like throw the ashes out the window and allow the wind to carry it. Um, the same thing with ripping it up, but again, biodegradable because earth. So those are some, some spiritual ways and then some other ways to, um, practice forgiveness. But I also want to quickly just kind of get on self forgiveness real quick, because it really does start with yourself. A lot of times there are a lot of creatives that are, they are able to forgive others quickly, but then when it comes to themselves, they will just continue to beat on themselves verbally. They will continue to criticize themselves. They will continue to hold on to so much weight. And it is so unfair to you. And also understand that if you're not able to forgive yourself, you're not really able to forgive that other person. Because we are all just mirror reflections of each other. So practicing self-forgiveness is important. And self-forgiveness might start with you just crying, releasing energy. Again, do not be afraid to cry, y'all. Check out that episode of Wolf Wisdom. There's power in releasing through that way, especially if you're a water sign. Shout out to you. Um, But yeah, you want to do all these things. You want to just remember that you have to forgive yourself as well. So as you're forgiving that other person, take time to forgive yourself. So when I was recently dealing with an issue with a friend and and her behavior towards me that I just could not comprehend for the life of me, (laughs) Uh, it's still fresh. If you guys hear it in my tone, it's still pretty fresh. I was able to still continue to practice to forgive her, you know, and and cultivate awareness to that she might be going through something and she's just using me as um, a projection tool, even though I don't want to be utilized like that. I can't tell her how to do that. And then forgiving myself for, you know, feeling anger towards her and feeling like I want to just cut her off and wanting to operate out of ego and, you know, almost getting to that point of doing that because that's important for me to create space for myself, too. And you can also, again, write your own self-forgiveness letter like, hey, Lotus, I forgive when we did this and this happened and this happened and and I forgive you for this and I forgive me for this and I forgive you for this. You can ask God's source whatever you call on to for forgiveness. There's also the last thing I want to give you guys to recover with forgiveness. There's also the Ho'oponopono prayer that I speak about in the October meditation on my Instagram TV channel. And it speaks on utilizing these four lines to clear. So cleansing, clearing, releasing, letting go, they are all similar things. It's all about creating space, letting go what no longer serves you so that you can bring in what does serve you. That's really what any of, they just go by different names. So whether you're clearing energy, um, releasing, letting go, forgiving, it's all about just removing what no longer serves you, right? So you use these four lines of, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And you can say, I'm sorry for, please forgive me for, thank you for, 
I love you, God, or I love you, Gary, or I love you, Lotus, whatever the case is. Or you can just say those four lines itself and just sitting in a, a quiet space and repeating them until you feel better does so much work. Because at the end of the day, we are taking in information and, and data and experiences all the time, consciously and subconsciously. And we don't really know what's resonating with us all the time, especially if you're on the hustle and the hustle and bustle situation and you're not taking time to slow down and meditate and pray and just take time for yourself, which you should. But if you're not doing that, then you don't know what is coming into your energetic field, what's coming into you emotionally. Um, and you don't know what you're resonating with. Therefore, there could be things that are triggering you that happened a long time ago that are just coming up now because you are you've created enough self-awareness to hopefully handle it so just saying those four lines i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you i like to say this with a rose quartz crystal because that helps me to practice unconditional love for myself which is important when i am trying to forgive myself or forgive someone else i really want to come from a space of love you can do that and understand that when you're using this prayer it could be for the intention that you set. Maybe you're saying it so that you can feel better about um, the issue that's happening with your relationship, whether it's platonic, romantic, familiar. Or you could just be saying it because, again, you're never going to not be clearing. Let's keep it real. I'm going to give you my own stats, right? I've been alive for 27 years, 28 on the 28th of this month. Ow. Um, and I've probably been spiritually awakened for, like, I want to say... I'm going to say eight to seven years and really going in and practicing for like the past five to four years. So those other 20 something years of my life, I've just been moving through the motions, completely unaware of what I've been soaking in and resonating with. So even when I'm just taking a time out five minutes out of my day or even three minutes out of my day to repeat that prayer, I'm releasing something from some past experience that no longer serves me, even if I don't know what it is. And just understand that every day you should make some type of way to um, release and clear energy. I do this prayer while exfoliating with my self-love scrub that I've created. And I literally, as I'm scrubbing off the dead skin on my body, <laughs> I'm also intentionally scrubbing off the residual energy that I no longer want. By saying this prayer and holding that intention, it's like, I just want to release it off of my body, off of my vessel, you know, um, off of my spirit, out of my mind, because it no longer serves me. Even if I can't identify what it is, I know that there's something within my past that no longer serves me that I can let go of. And it's very helpful. So if you're in that space, I want you guys to practice using the CPR for that. So again, create self-awareness through asking yourself intentional questions, pray through the pain by maybe... <clears throat> Um, by finding all those little silver linings throughout the pain you're experiencing. And of course, recover through forgiveness. And there are, again, tons of ways you can do that. I just express plenty that you can use that should help you. And this is in alignment with the full moon that's coming up in Taurus. And it's coming up during Scorpio season. Hey, Scorpios, we out here. Uh, and Taurus is the opposite sign of Scorpio. Taurus is an earth sign. It's about grounding. It's about like really... Um, planting your feet on the ground and getting real about what's real in your life and what's not real in your life and learning how to let go of it during a full moon. So again, maybe writing down a list of what no longer serves you is a great way to release. And then you can use whatever element resonates with you or excites you to um, execute that releasing and just making sure you're intentional. So in real time, 
the 24th in a few days to take some time out to light a candle and remove some stuff from your life. If this is not a real time, check and see when the next full moon is. You can still use these these techniques to, to tap into it. As a creative, I think it's important that you start to understand how the moon works, especially if you're a woman of color, because the moon really can give you insight on why it is you're experiencing what you're experiencing. But that's for another time. So let's get into this week's matcha mantra. And it is, I am lovingly releasing what no longer serves me right it's not i'm cutting off whoever whatever whenever right we're going to check the ego (laughs) i appreciate the ego for wanting to get shit done because that's really the energy that does that is your ego energy but we're gonna just you know remix it reroute it to a more loving way because we really want to operate out of love ultimately especially when we're releasing and letting go because grief is real and forgiveness is hella real and when you're operating out of forgiveness you are operating from a sense of love and when you're grieving it's from a sense of loss of love so again just love 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 and again the matcha mantra this week is i am lovingly releasing what no longer serves me lovingly and allow yourself to do that in any way, shape, or form. Again, if it's crying, if it's you got to dance to get through it, whatever it is, just allow yourself time to let go when it no longer serves you. And I am so grateful to be here with you and talk to you. By the time you hear the next episode, I will be 28. Ah, I'm so excited. 28 on the 28th. I've been telling y'all 10, 28, 2018. We out here. Um, and I'll be releasing some really amazing information on my birthday that I think a lot of people are excited about and that have been asking for. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Lotus Loba. I'm working on my email listing. I have it set up, but I need to understand it better. If you guys want to be part of my wolf pack, because I am looking for... I'm looking for a team, y'all. I'm looking for somebody to help me with the emails, help me with social media, marketing and managing, um, with public relations. Like, if you feel this could be you or you know someone that's down to to help a sister out, help a wolf out, please send them my way. Email me at lotusaloba at gmail. DM me on the gram, lotusaloba. You know, it's just, um, this year I'm flourishing and part of flourishing is finding a team that can really um, assist me in getting that message out of self first unapologetically. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode. Please subscribe, rate, comment, share, um, post clips up on Instagram so I can repost them, especially because it's always just so much fun for me to see that these things are resonating with you. And we'll talk soon. Bye, wolves.